From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Monday, May 9th. I'm Sarah Reif. The Faulkner Park crisis has subsided for the time being in the wake of a community meeting and a consent calendar vote at last week's Board of Supervisors meeting. About a dozen members of a group called Friends of Faulkner Park gathered on a sunny Friday morning to hear from high-level PG&E representatives about company plans to remove dozens of large redwood trees that are near the power lines running along Mountain View Road just outside of Boonville. Faulkner is a much-loved county park, and the Friends, county workers, and 5th District Supervisor Ted Williams had already succeeded in extracting an agreement from PG&E to hold off on tree removal and look into what it would take to bury the quarter-mile of power line. A government liaison also provided assurances that she would maintain communication about the company's vegetation management plans for the park. The original slew of yellow X's indicating which trees were slated for removal were part of the company's enhanced vegetation management program, which involves aggressively clearing the lines. PG&E North Coast Regional Vice President Ron Richardson told the group that their advocacy had paid off. We've paused. We've paused on the removal of these trees when the X's first came. Part of that, though, is a thank you to you, because because of you guys bringing up the, when you guys seen the X's, it got our attention, we got out here, we looked at it, we brought leaders out here to look at it, and that's what kind of drove us here to say, hey, we need, we need more data points. Richardson also said that Faulkner Park is not at the top of the list for areas in this region that are risky enough to underground power lines right away. Currently, Middletown and Lake County and Wallace Creek and Sonoma County are first up for burying lines. He estimated that the cost of undergrounding the quarter-mile of line that runs through a section of the 30-acre park would cost $750,000 to a million dollars. The county plans to repave the road in the next few years, which he said was valuable information, indicating that the underground option is not completely beyond consideration. Richardson said the company does have plans to harden the lines with enhanced power safety settings, a sensitive circuit breaker that lowers the arc if the lines are damaged, which is supposed to reduce the risk of fire from sparks. That program is scheduled to start this summer. PG&E also plans to start using a new risk assessment tool to determine whether contractors will take a tree down or trim it. The tool, which is still in development, is supposed to take into account the species of the tree, the angle of its lean if it is not standing up straight, and whether it's stressed or dying. But the assessment seems to be based only on characteristics of individual trees. It is unlikely to take into account the role each tree plays in its environment or how its removal would affect the other trees around it, possibly making those trees more vulnerable to falling down or even creating conditions that could make fires worse. Can you talk about how long the pause that you mentioned is um, planned for and what would be the precipitating event to end the pause? I would say once the new tool gets approved for us to use it for the new evaluation of it, we'll come back in, do an evaluation and see what the data tells us. Um, And then we'll we'll do a reevaluation of that and see what it looks like. When is the new tool um, thought to be ready to come online? Um, I believe it's two to three weeks, we're thinking two to three weeks. I think the new tool is going to show a big, huge reduction, if not all reduction. Okay. I can't guarantee that. Okay. I want to see it. We still are waiting for it to happen so we can actually see but it work. So. If the tool gives the wrong answer again, can we <laughs> wait for the next version? <laughs> <laughs> Anderson Valley Fire Chief Andres Avila wrote an analysis of fire behavior in Faulkner Park, explaining why he believes the trees should remain standing. But he also implored PG&E to consider additional values when making its decision like the park's importance to kids in the community, its history, and its unique environmental qualities. He spoke with KZYX just before the community meeting with PG&E. We have a shaded area 
cooler temperatures, less vegetation underneath. When you talk about incipient fires, not fires coming into the park, but when you have a fire start from a line strike hitting the ground in a shaded area, it's going to be less prone to active fire behavior, such as if it was out in the sun with small dead fields, we're looking at something behind us that's, you know, trees on the ground that are dead, it's going to take off much quicker than that. The other deal is the fuel size. It takes a lot of energy to catch something big on fire. Once we remove those trees and new growth comes in and we have brush, you know, the coyote brush, the shamish, the scotch broom, all those kind of things, oily, pitchy, smaller diameter, it's much easier for a line strike to come down and take off into those and then ladder fields go into the bigger fields. So the fuel modeling is really what I want to talk about today. Um, I understand tree removal, but is it the right thing within this environment that we're talking about? And I disagree with tree removal here. So it sounds like if we, like these huge diameter trees are basically protecting the area from from the fires that are statistically most likely to, to come through. And of course you were saying that there's no answer that's going to absolutely keep us completely safe from fires. Sure, sure there is no answer. That, 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 that's the thing about fires. I mean, you can analyze it. So when you're just analyzing fire starts in the park in a shaded area versus fire starts in the park that are not in a shaded area and how well it will be receptive to the adjacent fuels, big fuels like a redwood tree or small fuels. In that clear-cut picture, it's uh, it's pretty obvious on which one's better. Uh, it is not an advantage to cut trees down and make the conditions more fire-prone. PG&E pledged not to remove redwood trees from Faulkner Park, but clarified that contractors will continue to perform routine vegetation management, which could involve removing smaller trees. On Tuesday, the Board of Supervisors approved a notice of tree work to trim 16 trees of various species and inspect three others to determine if they are to be topped or felled. Two of those trees are dug firs under two feet diameter at breast height, and one is a large redwood. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Reif. For all our local news, with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.